Welcome to Kemi Talks. I'm Dr. Kemi Amalulu Olunlaya. Well, I'm retired from journalism now on the digital platforms, and I'm just resting, taking a year off. Now, today, the 6th of January, 2020, I wanted to talk to you about my opinion of the Deborah Okazi story with her son, Don Davis. Regardless if it's her real biological son or an adopted child, it's very important that the blame actually lays on the media. I know you're going to be saying this woman's crazy, blah, 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 blah. The blame is actually on the media. This is a woman who used social media to get her voice out there to talk about a school where it's alleged that a young boy, 11 years old, was molested and abused in several ways. Now let's go back a little bit. Supposing we didn't have social media. This is not the first time this country be abused in boarding schools. Even in Canada, I followed the story of the Aboriginal children in residential schools. Many died in there. I'm talking about died. They call them residential schools. We call them boarding schools. Don Davis has been trending all day today, Wednesday, the 6th of January, 2021. At the end of the day, guys, what's the true story? Everybody has one side of the story. Where's the other side? The school hasn't really spoken out. Now we have a doctor, one Dr. F. Young, a 71-year-old doctor who goes in a hospital, St. Athanasius Hospital, where the child has been treated, to secretly take blood samples, according to the mother. Now they're saying this child is HIV positive. While he was taking the blood samples, what were the samples for? Did he inject the child with something else? What's going on here? Well, let's go to the media. When a parent comes up with such an allegation of abuse, the first people to speak out about it should be the school. The school is a religious school. I went to a religious school, but in my days, it was a little bit different. Today's Pentecostal religious schools have issues that have not been dealt with. I'm not against anybody's you know, denomination. I went to St. Teresa's Ivado, a Catholic girls' school, and I was in boarding school. At the end of the day, there's a lot of rhetoric, lies, cheating, and fraud going on in this school. Religion is number one in Nigeria. It has mentally enslaved many of our people. If I spoke out, they'll say, I hate men of God. I don't hate anybody. The fact is I tell the truth. And the truth is hard and it's bitter for people to really absorb. I couldn't take it anymore, so I left the whole digital platform of journalism in Nigeria. Now, I'm still a journalist. I'm on mental health leave for post-traumatic stress disorder from my imprisonment in 2017. And I'm almost mentally exhausted from all the trolling, all the harassment of female journalists around the world, including me. I'm on my bed doing this podcast because I can't report any news. I can't type. I can't do anything. I can talk on this podcast. Why haven't the media mainstream media of Nigeria touch this. This is something I always told you about when I was an investigative journalist begging for money. Who begs for money when they're investigative journalism? You know, when they're doing investigative journalism, Premier Times has a donation portal on their page. Independent journalists like me. Because no one really pays us for that extra. Some of the investigations I did, the money came from my pocket. Even though I may have gained 10 times of that money back after the investigation through heavy traffic. The IJ COVID-19 
the IJ Koza, the DeBanch case, the Hush Puppy case, the Mansa case, every case I've investigated, just to give you the truth. But at the end of the day, I got a lot of people tweeting me today on Twitter, asking me to please fight for Don Davis. I don't fight for people. I investigate things and I report it. But those days are gone now. You guys had me, but you did not take advantage of me the right way. So you lost me. There are a lot of investigative journalism. Excuse me. There's a lot of investigative journalists in the media that actually win awards that none of you have actually said, let me tell this journalist. Many of them are in BBC. Many are in TVC many in channels, the mainstream media needs to speak out. During the Fatou Yimbu Dakolo case, the mainstream media said, we've done enough for the Dakolos. We've put the story out there. Nobody, not one media outlet investigated what happened between Pastor Fatou Yimbu and Salah Dakolo. Only me, Kemi Olunoyo, did the investigation. They ultimately sued that pastor went to a court, the court dismissed the case and even fined them for wasting the time of the court. The case is nowhere to be seen now. When Shaita accused Dibanja of rape, there was another story behind it that nobody would have able to figure out. In the mainstream media, they didn't want to get involved. With the Fatso Yimbo case, some investigative journalists at TVC and Channel actually told me it's untouchable because of a powerful pastor because of a powerful musician like Tibanj. When are you guys going to do your job? Why is it always Kemi that has to do it? Well, Kemi's not here anymore for that. I'm getting a lot of people, please, just one time. I'm resting my mental, you know, my brain and enjoying my new year. And people are saying, please, just one more time. Who's going to pray for this kind of stuff? It's going to cost almost 10 million naira. Don Davis investigation. You have to travel. You have to go interview the mother, the child the doctors, the school, everybody. With the kind of funding that mainstream media outlets have, somebody should be able to do it. I'm going to write some articles while I'm in my bed when I'm not too tired because the most important thing now is my exhaustion. I'm totally exhausted mentally. This case is getting annoying more and more because the mother is coming out on Facebook Live and she's doing these videos that are going viral each time. A couple of days ago, she was saying that somebody got her Facebook page disabled. Maybe the school, you know, had their people flagging her videos, you know, saying she was defaming them or whatnot. But why hasn't the school spoken up? Why hasn't anyone in TVC channels, AI, to Silverbird, every mainstream media rise, name it? Why haven't they gone to the school to find out what's going on? Why is it just a social media show? I think the media is at fault here. And I lay the blame on the media because the media, we are supposed to protect people and put information out there. And that's what we call defending media freedom. I defend media freedom. I need to hear from all parties and I need to put that story in the news. Now we have a boy who's possibly, possibly HIV positive, according to the mother. Now we're hearing things about she's, he's an adopted child. It doesn't matter. He's a child. He doesn't have to go through this. They literally have ruined this child's life. Another story going on now that the media has to pay attention to, but they refuse to because of a powerful commissioner in Oklahoma State. A young girl said, an Oklahoma State commissioner, 
sexually harassed her. Sexual harassment is not funny. And I always talk about violence against women. But sexual harassment is how it all starts. Why hasn't any mainstream media interviewed that commissioner? Why hasn't any mainstream media interviewed the girl? Once again, the girl used social media to talk to the public. And then we have her father's video saying that nothing happened or we're withdrawing our case or we've sorted it out or we've been bait or whatnot. Regardless of how they sort it out, a government official accused of sexual harassment should be suspended and the case investigated. The police has a large part of it too. Now, I understand the 71-year-old Dr. F. Young has been arrested by the police for secretly going into that child's room to take blood samples and possibly inject him with something. We'll see the outcome of that. The police move very slow in this case. The police should have contacted the woman. That's how it's done in America. I always give America as an example because I grew up there and even Canada. Now, what's the police doing with the Baccarat girl that's accusing the police commissioner, I mean the Open State Commissioner of something? The police is also shuffling, maybe because it's a top government official in the state. Governor Dakwa Biodu has to do something about that with regards to sexual harassment. No matter what happens with the case being withdrawn or whatever, it's very important to hear the truth. This is the most I can do as an investigative journalist. I'm Dr. Kemi Omaludu-Dunayer. I'm a retired digital journalist, a clinical pharmacist, and a PR specialist, and an activist. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Make sure you subscribe to anchor.fm slash Kemi Talks. You can also listen to my podcast on Spotify as well as Apple Podcasts. See you on the next podcast. Thank you.